It's yet another player review day for the Locked On Coyotes podcast. We got three more players to get to on our depth player reviews. In today's episode, we got Barrett Hayton, Louis Erickson, and Vladislav Koyachanuk all on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlock right beside me on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. I want to thank everyone for making Locked On Coyotes your first listen every day. We are 100% free and available wherever you get your shows. I also want to wish everybody a happy Pride Month. It is officially the 1st of June, so it is Pride Month all throughout the month, and we will have our updated logo for the Locked On Coyotes podcast on Twitter and on our social media pages with the uh, the pride background with our logo just want to remind everyone that here on lockdown caddies we are an ever so 100 percent inclusive show i mean it, you shouldn't surprise if you're watching on youtube you can see what's behind me yeah absolutely uh it's a uh, definitely something to uh take notice and with the star june yeah happy pride happy pride everyone but we got a great episode for you coming up on today's show we got our uh, play- more player reviews, Carl. Uh, we had a pretty good discussion yesterday when we talked about, you know, you know, um, some good call-ups and some good players. On this one, we got uh, also a couple, call- you know, call-ups um, and uh, some, you know, unexpected players who were added over the offseason. Um, we can get to that. Um, but first, I guess, so we have Barrett Hayton, Louis Erickson, and Vladislav Kogachan. Let's start with Barrett Hayton, Carl, because Barrett Hayton, um was up and down i think he spent most of the time with um with uh arizona of course he played 60 games with arizona only four games in tucson this last year but like the last couple years he kind of was like floating up and down and up and down um but uh this is the first time he got you know a lot of games in for arizona he played 60 games with the coyotes this year yeah, um, and I think he definitely like was better as the season progressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a bit of a slow start. Finished with 10 goals and 14 assists, which is respectable. Uh, I think that he could potentially be a 20-goal scorer like, in the next couple of years. Uh, something we talked about with the, the Keller episode and the Smaltz episode. It's kind of like, is Hayton a future center for those two? Maybe. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, he definitely wasn't that this year, no. but he made a lot of good steps, especially for a younger player. For a first round pick, he is progressing wonderfully. Absolutely, and I, and, I, and I think it goes even more so because um, you know um, there were high expectations for him last year, and last mm-hmm. year he did not meet those expectations. He was with Arizona for a while and he got sent down. The two songs like, hey guess what, like, you're not developing as fast as we wanted to, so you're going to go down to Tucson. And even then, he didn't score and um, and didn't show what the kind of hating that we all thought was capable of until, like, much later in the year. 
Um, by that point, the Roadrunner season was pretty much done. They kind of were com- completely collapsed by that point in the year. And like, but he only finally showed that you know, you know what he's capable of late in the year. And this year, he finally got that shot. Finally showed that he is you know capable of being a a um, a top six center for the Arizona Coyotes. Um, he stood again, like you said, he still got room to he still got more room to grow. But the difference is from this year to last, Carl, is day and night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I feel like Hayton was always a player where, like, looking at where he was in the OHL, you kind of wanted him to play in the AHL, like, almost right away. But you can't do that. Last year, like you said, he underperformed uh, with the Coyotes and the Roadrunners. I think everyone kind of underperformed with the Roadrunners last year. Mm-hmm. It should also be noted, except COVID-19. for Michael nineteen. <laughs> except for some select few individuals. Um, but last year was also a big year that was affected by COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like that really has hampered his development. But he is still only twenty one years old. Uh, another player who's going to be turning, uh, you know, 22 very soon. Uh, we talked uh, yesterday uh, about, uh, I forget who had a June birthday, but Barry Hayden, June 9th. So he's going to be one year older very soon. Uh, I think he's developed well. I think he has a few more years before we see what he can do, but you know, maybe like a second line center doesn't seem outside of the realm of possibilities for him. No, I don't think so. I, it's definitely not outside their own hospital. And, and in, in fact, I think that like during the course of the next couple of years of the rebuild, like that's what his role is going to be. You know, he's going to be around mm-hmm. that level, um, unless he like some he does something this off season to re, to vastly improve and you know overtake as the number one C. Uh, will that happen? Probably not, because I think it, it there, there will be a lot to do and a lot to take care of um but i think he's approaching slowly to that point well as we said in the travis boyd episode travis boyd is probably his best competition Mm -hmm. uh and travis boyd has a lot of advantages he has like chemistry with clinton keller and nick schmaltz he has the age um but i think barrett hayton has the raw skill so as of right now and for like the foreseeable like next season, like Barrett Hayton could overtake the number one spot. Um, whether or not that's going to happen remains to be seen. But if he has like a big off season, if he builds, if he improves, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what he can do. It will be interesting. Um, and uh, if, if he follows this development curve, he will get there soon. I mm-hmm. firmly believe if he follows the development curve, he will get there soon. Because again, like I said, he significantly improved on last year. Um, again, last year was tough because of, you know, because like you said, COVID-19 and stuff like that. So like, it's hard to make that true comparison. But um, he got the minutes and he, and, he, and he showed what he was capable of. Um, you see, look, his, his stats, 24 points in 60 games, including, uh, 10 goals, 14 assists, um, and a minus eight. So definitely, yeah, definitely not bad. Definitely top six worthy. That's for sure. For yeah. the Coyotes, at least. 
Yeah, it, for the Coyotes, like in the foreseeable future, because he definitely kind of like kicked things up at the end. Uh, what do you uh, what do you grade him? I am I'm going to be giving Barrett Hayton a B minus. Same page. Uh, B minus is my score as well. Uh, I think he did good. I think he has a lot to do. Um, but you know, I liked what I saw. Yeah, I liked what I saw too. And I think, uh, and again, like we like like we both said that uh, you know we'll be excited to see how he grows um, in just the next couple of years. He has, I believe, yeah, he has one more. Y- no, he's no, he's, uh, nope. he's, he's he is a p- pending free agent. Yeah, our restricted free agent, no arbitration rights, I believe. So he is going to get re-signed. Uh, not sure what the deal is going to be. Probably pretty cheap. You think qualifying offer um, at uh, a million? I mean, I think a million seems like just a general good deal for him. Uh I believe that would be over the qualifying offer threshold, but like somewhere close to like a million and change for a well, year. His, his cap hit last year was eight ninety four, so just under nine hundred thousand. Yeah, uh, yeah, I I think he's going to be kind of close to um, a million, uh, unless you know Bill Armstrong decides to do something crazy. We don't really know what he what his strategy is for a player like Hayton, who you expect to be with the team for a long time. Like, you know, Chica would give him term like for like (laughs) 3 million for seven years. And then three years from now, we'd be like Barrett Hayton, insane deal. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen, but it'll be interesting to see. No. Yeah. Bill Armstrong and, uh, and John Chica, very, very different (laughs) in how they deal their contracts. Yeah, very different. No, no more analytics, Carl. No more anal- no, or supposed analytics. Um, analytics yeah, you crowd. should definitely put finger quotes over analytics with John because Jacob. because the analytics crowd doesn't even doesn't even claim John Shaker. Nope, nope. But anyway, so we're we're on the same page. We both have him uh, have Barrett Hayton at a B minus, and excited to see him grow and uh, what. He, um, just curious what his next contract will be. We still got more to get to on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. We still got two more players to get to on today's episode. We've got Louis Erickson and Vladislav Koyochanak in just a little bit. But first, I want to tell you guys about our next partner at Rock Auto. You know, again, it is summer. It is getting hot. You want to be able to get all your repairs done before your car breaks down in the immense just surface of the sun arizona heat if you're wanting to do that get your pro- your parts at rockauto.com because you can easily save a lot of money 50 percent or more on parts at rockauto.com if family's business so do it yourself for over 20 years they compare it to those prices to you know easily to a dealership or chain store and again it just gets sent straight to your house go ahead and check it out yourself go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck and while you're there be sure to put locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com we have an important favor to ask you guys we put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you 
and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about the Locked On podcast. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, once again, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thanks for your help. And I don't know about you, Carl, but you know, if I'm a listener, I'm taking that survey. It's a nice, that's a nice deal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to love that chance to win the gift card. Uh, personally, just for me, I like surveys. I like taking them, uh, especially when it comes to podcasts, because I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I feel like, you know, you want to know what I think. And again, it, 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 it truly does help us. It, it gives us the idea of, uh, it, you know, of again, what what uh, what you like and don't like, and it can help us shape our show in the future. Anyways, mm-hmm. let's get to continued on this episode of player reviews. Louis Erickson coming up next. Um, a uh, an, an interesting one. A Carl, because something we didn't expect, because we were talking about the you know we talked about last offseason the players acquired in the trade with Vancouver that sent uh, Connor Garland and um, and Oliver Ekman Larson over to Vancouver um, with get, you know Arizona getting the ninth overall pick and three of their players. Louis Erickson was one of them. We were just like, oh man, $12 million fourth line. This is going to suck. But Erickson yeah. was the only one who actually did stuff out of those. Uh, okay, we'll get to the other two later, you know, what they did. But Erickson, I mean, most. I may disagree with you on that, but we will get to that when we talk about some of the other players. Uh, Louis Erickson, I feel like, added more. Uh, fan memes uh, that contributed to play on the ice. Uh, I mean, it wasn't terrible. I, think- I mean, like he was. I mean, we knew what these players were. Like, yeah, we knew what we were getting. We knew we were getting overplayed, no longer like great players, and so like obviously did didn't play like none none of the none of them played to their contract. Of course, in the focus of Louis Erickson, um, you know considering he was put at what third like a third line wing or something like that like sometimes fourth uh depending on how you define the fourth line for the coyotes yeah Uh, played 73 games finished with three goals 16 assists so didn't really contribute too much um i don't know i I didn't expect much from erickson uh we didn't get much so that's that's kind of where i'm at with the guy uh, definitely a player who I don't see coming back to the Coyotes. No. Probably not in the NHL next season. No, I don't know. This was his last. This that. was his last chance, and um, I feel I feel I feel like this was the case with most of the players that came up from Vancouver, and you know, especially with you know uh, with Erickson. Um, for all of them, it was their last chance, and I just don't see. Um, just don't see a future at all. Like it's, you know, it was, you know, the Coyotes acquired these players for the sole purpose of clearing cap for Vancouver. So they can take, you know, two of the Coyotes top players. 
Um, yeah. And so the Coyotes can get the ninth overall pick. That was it. There was no other, like, you know, no other, you know, motive behind taking these players. And I think that's the only, and, and, and it made sense because there was only one year left. So it's like, okay, no, wipe the books clean now. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I will say, Anton Rousseau and Jay Beagle are the other two players. I don't necessarily see them having a bright future in the NHL beyond this year either. So I'm not saying that Erickson's the standout. Um, I, I, I'm going to give him a C minus on the year. I don't think he was good, but he's also what I expected to be. Like I was tempted to maybe do like a D, but I don't want the Erickson fans to kill me. Um, I, I think he definitely added like a veteran presence. Like he was a stabilizing force in the lineup, but he didn't do much. I'm also giving him a C minus mainly for that veteran presence. Um, yeah. And that's the only thing that's bringing him up. And I think that's the only reason why I kind of thought of him a little bit higher um, initially, just because again, because again, um, to me, veteran presence is, is huge. I think um, it, definitely helps grow some of the young guys um even if he doesn't do anything on the ice truly Um, yeah that's like there's the locker room there's practice there's a lot of areas where a player like louis erickson could have an impact on the team and you know there are areas where we don't really have access to it because it's 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 for the team it's for like that individual connection with another player um so we don't know but you know, like speaking just about his performance on the ice, uh, I, I think we both think that he could have done more potentially, mm-hmm. or we expected him to do more. Like if he physically could not have done more, it would not surprise me. But going into the season, we're like, eh, you know, maybe he can, he could prove it. He could have like that one kind of like burnout season to like show like everything he has. And I don't really think we have that. No. Plus, again, you know, these players are on the wrong side of 30. And two of them, yeah. like, in the, including Erickson, on the wrong side of 35. He's 36 years old, um, which is the twilight of your NHL career. Um, very few players make it past that. Uh, as someone who's getting very close to the wrong side of 35, uh, I could feel that imp- impending doom approaching. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Louis Erickson has had a hell of a career mm-hmm. and it, it finished with the coyotes in him kind of like on the outs, potentially who knows, maybe someone's going to sign him. Maybe Seattle wants veteran leadership. We don't know. Um, but you know, if, if that's really like what the end of his career was like, kudos to him. He went out showing that he can, you know, play still like he wasn't as big of a liability on the ice as he could have been, but oh, there, I, there were worse players on the <laughs> ice who were massive liabilities. Oh, we'll get to that, you know, later in our, um, our list of reviews, but yeah. Um, yeah, it could have been worse. Yeah, definitely could have been worse. Anyways, though, that is going to be it for uh, for Erickson. We still got more to get to. We're going to get to uh, Vladislav Koyochanuk in just a little bit. But first, a quick word from Carl. So I have a message from our partners at Bet Online. 
who continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. You can find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, the Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even the next season of the NFL and the futures. Or if you're a hockey fan and you're betting on the playoffs, it's the absolute place to go. Like the Battle of Alberta is over. Battle of Florida is over. The conference finals are happening soon. You're going to want to go someplace for all of your sports betting. Uh, Bet Online is your continued source for all your uh, continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. What I want you to do is head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. So before we get to Vladislav um, Koyachana, Carl, um, because it is conference finals week, I got to I, I ask you real quick, and this is going to take 30 seconds, Stanley Cup um, finalists, who do you got? Who's coming out of each, out, out of each series? That is a tough one because, like, the West is very difficult. I kind of want to say Colorado and – uh, it's it's Tampa Bay and New York, right? Yes. Uh, I'm gonna go Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Okay. Um, I got Colorado. Okay. And the Rangers. I, I don't have that much faith in the Rangers. They they put away the the Carolina Hurricanes, but the Lightning beat the Panthers. So. Yeah, but that's a president's trophy is a curse. But that's a, but that's another that's a whole other thing. Um, we still got to get to our last player review. That's all I'll say about that. That's all I'll say about that. Anyways, yeah, a lot of we're talking about a player who is connected to what the Florida Panthers organization. Yep, uh, that was a uh, um, a uh, prospect um, from the Florida Panthers organization. Played at the Syracuse Crunch last year. Vladislav Kolyachanik um, was acquired. Um, over this last offseason in the trade that brought Anton Strawman to the Arizona Coyotes. A player I always forget was part of that trade. For some reason, I think the Coyotes drafted him. Not the case. Uh, I always have to remind myself that he was traded for. Yep, exactly. Uh, especially because I think what, at the beginning of the year, we had two Vladislavs. One ended up going back to Europe. Um, yeah. And uh, and Koyotronic stuck around. Um, he played uh, thirty, so he played half the season in Arizona, the other half in Tucson. Um, mm-hmm. Three points in his time with Arizona, fourteen points in his time with um, Tucson. So um, obviously, he was a very he was a uh, a you know a lot more quiet on the uh, you, you know in terms of point sheet but he's he wasn't a offensive defenseman he's a stay-at-home defenseman that was kind of his purpose of coming along yeah yeah and and i think he served that role well enough i i think he definitely still has a lot to grow to improve absolutely Absolutely. especially for that stay-home defenseman role that is such a difficult role to like actually like play like uh, he's he's not there yet. I, I don't think he's going to be there next season. But very very interesting player. Like I liked what he did with his opportunity. 
Yeah, I think so too. I think, um, you know, he, I don't think he expected to get called up that fast either and, and play half a year with the Coyotes. Like he probably expected, he's like, okay, I'm going to be in Tucson for a while. Um, yeah. And, and, and develop there. But of course, injuries upon injuries, just as, it, as I mentioned earlier this week, just kind of created a hole. It's like, all right, we need you. And he just, and he, Again, filled the stay-at-home defenseman role pretty well. You know, ended up posting a uh, uh, with Arizona in the thirty-two games a zero plus minus. So, like, you know, I mean, again, for the Coyotes, is you know, post like posting a plus is good, but posting a zero, like in you know, posting a minus, it's like, yeah, you know, I think well, depending on how bad it is, and again, it, it's it's a it's an arbitrary statistic to base it off of, but a zero is not bad. Yeah, I think what Clayton Keller had like a plus three, uh, yeah. and Nick Schmaltz very close. Like being a positive uh, or even a zero, a team that gave up so many goals as the Coyotes. Like it, it's 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 a very small thing. It's not a stat you want to put a lot of weight into. No, but uh, it, it kind of points to to something like that. He wasn't a massive defensive liability, which you would kind of expect from like a younger defenseman. Yeah, exactly. Cause again, like, um, as the, you know, the conversation that we've had multiple times over the, you know, over the course of this podcast is defensemen take longer to develop. And the fact that, you know, Koyachanik performed as he did at 21 years old, like, you know, you can't really complain too much. Yeah, uh, he's got one more year left on his deal that has a cap hit of seven hundred eighty nine thousand one hundred sixty seven dollars. Uh, he's actually going to be paid seven hundred seventy five thousand with a performance bonus. Good for him. Uh, I don't think we have details about that one yet, um, but you know, pretty good pay. Uh, I, I think he may spend some time in the Tucson Roadrunners, though. So uh, that pay is probably going to be less. Uh, minor salary, 70000 So, you know. But depending on how things go, um, like we said last episode, we're not really sure how the Coyotes are going to be handling their defense next year. So maybe he gets paid more than that seventy grand, But mm, remains to be seen who they sign. Yeah, I have a hard time seeing, um, as much as I, you know, I'm giving Koyochanik a lot of praise. I have a hard time seeing him spend, you know, more, you know, more time in Arizona uh, in the, with the Coyotes next year than he did this year. Um, yeah, he's, it's he's going to be a heavy, um, um, a heavy amount in Tucson, and that's a good thing. Um, we've talked about this in the last in in, in the preseason call. You don't want to um to uh to put too much um of a of a weight on these young players and let them let let them develop in the American Hockey League cuz that's, that's why it's there um and especially if a lot of if, you know the Coyotes or the Roadrunners are going to be pretty heavy on a lot of prospects next year cuz a lot of them are going to be returning a lot of them are going to be doing whatever like those players are future Coyotes, like, you know, going to be a part of the future team that's emerging from a rebuild. So you want to make sure that they are ready before they have to jump. Yep. Uh, what do you, uh, what do you grade them? 
I am giving Koyachanak, all things considered, a C. C. Uh, I'm giving him a C plus. Um, I think he did well in his role. I like the defensive defenseman, like just as a archetype. Uh, I don't think the Coyotes have one right now. Um, so I think that's going to be a much needed role for him in the future. Uh, I like the steps he's taken. I, I hope to see more. I hope to see more too. And what's going to be fun is um, should he stay in Tucson? I've got another year covering Tucson under my belt coming up. So I'm yeah. excited to see him up close. Yeah, you'll you'll be able to to see his development. Uh, I, I just I really want like the Coyotes to like sign a few players so we at least like can start to get an idea of what the blue line is going to look like. And yeah. then we can know where players like Colby Chonak are going to be. Like I said, he's got another year, so there's no rush, but I, I, I'm not sure kind of what well, he's going you to gotta, be You got to remember um, that there is a lot of hope the fact of the fact that Connor Timmons is actually healthy. Yeah. And good. Like, he, he he came in with like a lot of positive buzz, got injured early on. Uh, hopefully that won't happen again. Knock on wood. <laughs> Knock on wood, absolutely. Um, but we're, again, I think all of us, like, again, all these players we mentioned, roughly in the same path, right? Roughly in the um, uh, similar grades on, on these ones, I think. Um, and, again, as we talked about it, you know, roughly all all within the range of of debt players, um, which you know you can't complain too much. And two of these players um, have a future with Arizona, as we mentioned, and then one is in the twilight of his NHL career, and we might not see back again. Yeah, or maybe back in like a front office or coaching role. True. True. You can never say no to that. You can never say no to that. Anyways, we're out of time of this episode of Locked On Coyotes. If you like what you heard, don't leave a review, like, comment, subscribe. If you have yet to already, we are available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Locked On Coyotes. On Instagram, at Locked On Coyotes. And on Twitter, LO underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leonio. That's Robin with the Y underscore L-E-A-N-O. Call Pavlock is Call Pavlock F-F-H. And after this, ask the question you might have. We might answer right back. We're on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys are staying safe out there. I hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Ah!